Hey there, audio listener. You're listening to NPR. Could you imagine how annoying? I don't know how people listen to NPR. Whenever I accidentally tune into it on my radio, I, I veer off the road. Uh, this is, uh, of course, the audio version. A lot of people are watching the videos more and more. They're subscribing for the Daily Show, loudwithcrowder.com slash mugclub. If you have not, it is what keeps these free shows coming. These shows will cease to exist unless more of you join at loudwithcrowder.com slash mugclub. 99 annually. That's 69 for students, veterans, or active military. Just entering the word as a discount because you know, Google's been squeezing, YouTube's been squeezing. If you look at uh, the Apple Store, they're not necessarily super, uh, super pro. Whatever your view is, as long as it's not radically left, uh, we appreciate the support. And if you feel like you're missing out on some visual gags, head on over to YouTube to watch the whole thing. Enjoy the show. And before we start the show, thanks so much for being here. Lottowithcrowder.com slash mug club is $99 a year, 65 for students, veterans, active military. That's how you support the show. You get access to the entire daily show, the whole Blaze catalog. But I also want to let you know that we are hiring. You can go to Lottowithcrowder.com slash jobs. We've been doing this golden ticket sweepstakes for a while. We still have some room now for uh, some editors and uh, some people assisting, uh, assisting, assistants, assisting with booking uh, guests and some tactical work here at the office. Um, so maybe that's you. Probably not, but it could be. Ladderwithcutter.com slash jobs. Thank you. This is us giving back, but not to, to a very small percentage. Ladder with Crowder Studios, protected exclusively by Walther. And Hopper.
that's called the uh, orb at Spencer's. It has a little electricity oh, line yeah. that you save up forty dollars to get, Love and then those. you realize all it does is go. <laughs> but it's so cool. You're like, it looks slightly like the cover of Weird Science. Wonderful. Yeah. Four months allowance well spent. Before we get to Gavin McInnes in the show today, we are going to be talking yes. about uh, the five top times that social justice warriors have cannibalized their own in yeah. light of SNL recently. Fun. A couple of questions. Do you? Th- what do you think of leftists who still insist that cancel culture doesn't exist, that it's not a thing? Right. How far do you think they'll have to go before they acknowledge it? Secondly, why have none of you fat-shamed me? This is important. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I've had I an injury. It. I mean, and really? I've gained, I've, Yes, I need to lose 15 pounds. And I got huh. on, Seriously, comment, I want you to fat-shame me to motivate me. I got on the scale Fatty. and I was going, well... I'm getting really big, buddy. Why didn't anyone tell me? Oh. <laughs> we insult you in other ways. Wait, can we give a, a reward to like the best fat shaming? Ooh, that'd be good. Yes, yeah, so we can give idea. an award to the best fat shaming. <laughs> yes, I need excellent. to lose precisely 13 pounds. Half Asian lawyer Bill Richmond is with me today. And Hello, how friends. are you? Quarter Black Garrett is here. What up, though? G. Morgan Jr., what's the wine of the day? Not Gerald B. The wine of the day is Realm Fidelio. Oh, what does that even mean? Realm? Ooh. I don't know, but it was in a movie. I if you can name that Realm movie. Castro. I shouldn't know it, but uh, I do. All right, we have Gavin McInnes in the show. Yeah. Ooh, my favorite yeah. people like that. Exciting. And uh, yeah, we're we'll talking stuff. about a whole lot of stuff. Man. All right, kicking us off, Hannah Gatsby. Remember her? She won a Creative Arts Emmy for Outstanding Writing in huh. Variety or Wish Comedy Special. Ugh. For Nanette, uh. and she wrote this, in accepting the award, she's New Zealand, in accepting the award, Oh, no, that's not her. That's never mind. I'm reading a different quote. She just said, <laughs> if you found strength in the net, know that our stories matter. Our humanity matters. Okay, whatever you say, mister. Nanette <laughs> is important. Jeez. Nanette actually beat out a crowded field of nominees this year for Outstanding Writing oh. in a Comedy Special, including HBO's Chernobyl, oh, Peter wow. Jackson's They Will Not Grow Old, uh, and that grainy black and white Holocaust footage you were forced to watch your sophomore year. Oh, so Lord. it did Dude. face some stout competition. Yeah. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. Wow. tough crowd. Deprecation is self-humiliation. Yes. <laughs> it was something, just not comedy. Uh, this yeah. is another thing that's happening. The pornography website Bang Bros. That's a website that's bidding $10 million Seriously, for the Bruce, naming rights the in Arena in Miami. Uh, the company said that it wishes to call the venue the Bang Bros Center. Hmm. Bang Bros. Yeah, coincidentally, mm-hmm. also the name of Ilan Omar's new autobiography. So oh my God. she yeah. is... <laughs> wow. Nice. Look, it was a publicity stunt, and it was cheap. Hezbollah? <laughs> <laughs> Immigration fraud? What? No. What? no. <laughs> Apparently, my, my, That's not my a Ilan Omar is yeah, Andy that's Kaufman. Real. No! <laughs> She's locked up. No! Uh, speaking of <laughs> creepy things that are uh, off-putting, yeah. uh, Joe Biden had another moment of it's not halloween yet being joe biden eight thousand dollar tax credit for everybody who has child care costs it would put it would put 720 million back million women back in the workforce Hmm. what i love is he stuttered there he did 720 million seven and you think oh he's going to correct himself instead he just doubles down he bites down (laughs) on that mouth guard and swings for the fences yeah wow (laughs) i mean when people talk about like like donald trump yeah. Said Dayton instead of Toledo. You can throw yeah. a baseball from Toledo and hit Dayton. Joe Biden makes up stories that never happened in places that don't even <laughs> exist with people he's never met. Corn pop, man. Yeah, the problem, oh in case you haven't gosh. noticed, 720 million jobs. He was, there are only 327 million people in the United States. In, well, aim for the fence. Of course, listen, this isn't the first time that, that Joe Biden has. What? Stop. Stop. Come on, Joe. Oh, Joe. Every second time. Get away. 
Well, and, and it actually Ugh. gets worse, Stephen. There's only 165 million women in right. the United States, so he's like, way, way. Wait. No, 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 no. But, um, but there is actually 720 million women in the Western Hemisphere over the age of 12, which is his demographic. So, <laughs> if you include just, disease, yeah, you have to you include, well, include that's disease. True. That's a very then you've got to a number that's clearly on his mind. Because if you don't include disease, you'll have a rounding error of 0. 0.025. Speaking <laughs> of uh, things that know. don't matter, <laughs> Andrew Yang is a uh, obviously a 2020 candidate. He's under uh, sort of. fire right now from Vox for using Asian stereotypes. They claim he reinforced toxic tropes. An actual quote, Yang's comments about Asians being doctors and liking math has some voters concerned. They reinforce long-standing racist Truths. stereotypes. Mm. <laughs> long-standing <laughs> truth. Many of, obviously a lot of people refer to the content. Yeah. It's overblown yeah, with his most vocal critics saying that he actually has a history of this Yang, even pointing to his most recent campaign slogan of me Chinese, me no dumb, which seems, oh my gosh. yeah. That's, it's pandering a He's little bit. He's steering there. right into it. Well, look, if you're trying to be a racist jerk, calling people smart is not the best way to do it. Well, you that's, have to deal with not all offensive the time. at all, right? Lloyd, he, he uh, if frequently, people are just <laughs> always looking to me for all the answers. They assume you know things you does don't. It <laughs> does it ever offend you when people assume that you're good at math? Um, no. No, I mean, no, I don't know math, but yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just an inconvenience. No, 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 it's not even inconvenient. It's actually funny, right? Because there, yeah. is, there is, like, if when, when I look at what the joke is, it's someone who's making a joke that's saying, common ground, we have this joke, and the joke exists, and they're not saying it as a joke at me or about me specifically as an individual. Yeah. It would be a stretch for me to have taken that personally and wow. be offended instead of just laughing along with it. You right. dove into that one. Well. That's deep. Thank you, Bill. Proving that Charlie can't yeah. take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's innocent enough. By the way, that's important. We're going to be talking about the SNL thing. You know, the, he used the word, he used the word, is a word. And I want to be really clear. That's the word he used because when you read the articles, they say he used the C word. That's oh, not the C word that we're thinking. That's not right. at all the he, C word. Obviously, it's not good to call someone. You shouldn't do it. Like, I would never right. walk up yeah. to no. and just say no. it to you. No. I mean, of course not. It would be much really... worse if you were going to call them chank. I mean, that's, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a true Look, insult. That's, that's a bridge too far, Bill. I, know. Anyway, I just think it's important for people to note words now. We've given them so much power. You read these articles? C word. Like, no, no, no. no that's not, that's not, it's a different word. <laughs> okay. Uh, switching to international Jeez. news, actually. Priests airbombed a Russian. Oh, that was my other question of the day. That was my other question. Andrew okay. Yang was supposed to be on this show, said he would be. And now, he has, Andrew Yang, you are still invited. Oh. After that. Sequence, but only if you can do this math <laughs> of problem. Material. Come on, cousin Yang. Hey, and if you would like to see Andrew Yang on the show, let him know. Yes. Let us know. We would love to host. Him. We would yeah. let me know which Democratic yes. candidate you would like to see most in the show. We have open invitations to all of them. I wouldn't hold my breath. Switching to international news. <laughs> yeah. uh, Russian priests. They they air bombed with holy water this area to. Right. to I, they. You know what? Here's here's a clip of what they were doing. So to clarify That's the context, it. clergymen, they wow. poured out really it, yeah. 70 liters worth hmm. Not a lot. <laughs> of holy water uh, to promote sobriety in yeah. Russia. And it doesn't really sound Good like idea. a lot until you see the, the aftermath of the incident. Yeah. Poor kid. Oh, that's wow. a tough one right there, yeah. But at least he received final absolution. Oh, good. Yeah, that's important. That being said, there are worse <laughs> things that can happen when religious fanatics get their hands on a plane. <laughs> um, yeah. Does anyone remember 9-11? Did yeah, you remember 9-11? That was recent. No. Horrible yeah, tragedy. No. Def definitely understand that. Yeah. You know what's missing there is that they actually celebrated getting rid of the seven liters of water by drinking vodka. On yeah. Oh, yeah. exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And look, I think it's going to take a little bit more than this. 75 people died in Russia from drinking cologne because they thought it had drinkable alcohol in it. 
something more than sprinkling water is, is that, needed. That's true. I that's think absolutely true. I think that's fake news. It's in the same article. I think you're confusing. Does nobody read to the last sentence? You're confusing cologne and eau de toilette. And it was not Russian people. It was Caucasian avarchkas. Most dangerous dog in the world. Also in international news, Google Caucasian avarchka, and you will understand what I'm talking. It's terrifying. The Canadian Cancer Society, they're using a, a transgender oh, woman laugh. on their cervical cancer page. <laughs> People have not been happy about it. An actual quote is, if you had <laughs> vaginoplasty, there's a very small risk that you can develop cancer in the tissues of your neo-vagina or neo-cervix. Uh, hmm. I don't necessarily know what that means. Apparently, the vagina wow. goes... <laughs> Bullet time. It is the one. This isn't the, the first controversy of its kind, though. We've covered these, especially with uh, the Woman of the Year cover mm -hmm. with Caitlyn yeah. Jenner. Playboy got into some hot water for their transgender yeah. pictorials. And, of course, the outrage over the most recent cover of Yeast Infection Monthly, oh which seems gosh. as though, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Gerald Seward. <laughs> Gerald Seward. <laughs> You couldn't see what well, inside well, baseball was, there. Was, Gerald was doing this. He's like, wrap it up, wrap it up. Wrap no, 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 no. That's All not right. what I was saying. It was something else. It's like, you stole my Neo joke. Oh, you I stole it. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. I ah, you see guys. how it feels. Yeah, well, no, no I do not really. You don't. Now. You don't make a living off this. No, that's good. Uh, <laughs> if I drank that bottle down, maybe I'd know how you feel. There hey, you go. It's time actually for this week's Eye on India. Now, that may not make sense. Why is it pink eye in India? Hmm. Let me tie this together for you real quick. <laughs> You'll give it in a second. This week, India held its first ever national farting contest. Ooh, uh, <laughs> comes the from first. Vice. I'm sorry, this sounds funny. Vice, thank you for doing the Lord's work. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> it's, it's the first. Great reporting. $400 million by Disney well spent. Yes. There's uh, <laughs> a quote from, I guess, the person putting on the farting contest. To normalize the natural body process, prizes are being given to those whose farts are the loudest, longest, <laughs> And most musical, hmm. most yeah, most musical. Yeah, which I, whatever. you know, this may sound weird to us. You can chalk it up to cultural differences. The idea that a fart could be musical, but when you actually see the winner of the contest, it's, it's pretty impressive. Oh. A prize well earned. Wow, Chef Boyardee is amazing nice. farts. <laughs> Look, if I had gas, I would put a competition on like this, too. I'd be like, honey, it naturalizes the body in the this The entire prizes. country has I'm a sportsman. Gas. <laughs> have you seen their tap water lab results? Oh uh, I guess that's, you know, that's I don't think we have deal. any more. No. That's been this week's Eye on India. Uh, here's a story so that could have uh, worldwide implications. Mm, Saudi Arabia, yeah. obviously, you know about this, presented evidence uh, that Iran was behind the, uh, the oil attacks. Uh, oh, the defense bugs. ministry, this comes from the BBC, has shown off what it says is the wreckage of drones and cruise missiles. So, Stephen, is that, uh, is that a new watch? Oh, yeah. It's, um, I think it's, was it, oh, was it called? Odom Odomar's, yeah, Odomar's, Odomar's Odomar. Pigay. It was a gift from, a, you know, a sponsor, yeah. Mohammed bin Salman. But I'm, I'm not really a watch guy. So. Oh, can I have it? Yeah, yeah, you want to? Yeah, sweet. Awesome. Oh, man. Oh, okay. I should have appreciated it. It's durable. Excellent. I think it's uh, proved up to 100 meters. Ooh, Finally, nice. uh, women are flocking to plastic surgeons right now to fix <laughs> resting bitch face. It's an actual oh. thing from the New York Post. <laughs> According to one plastic surgeon, it's a common request. They may not always oh, no. use the words, but if I mention RBF, they say exactly. Oh my gosh. The surgeon wow. has, of course, been called an <laughs> okay. artist with the human face as canvas, and he's most celebrated for his RBF work on uh, RBG, AOC, the notorious BIG, and medical anomaly, the RBF elephant woman. So, yeah, oh, that seems uh, that's terrible. That's, yeah. My gosh. This, this is a quick turnaround. Like, reading this story is like, it's hilarious because smiling is that difficult that you would have surgery to not be a bitch. 
<laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. It's it like, only changes you on the outside. No, no listen. Outside. I'm, what I'm inside. saying is like, hold on. I'm sorry. I, I, I wouldn't say that. You're such a bitch that you can't smile to not look like a bitch when you know you yeah. look like a bitch. It's sorry. Like it's, it's, it's when you're walking sexy. around. It just, it's, it's like, frustrating. No, I agree. It's the bitch lap band. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, what's I like? I like wrestling. Sorry, face. sorry. It's hilarious. No, I, can I get my staple? There's no, there's, there's no beautiful face without the RBF, right? There's no sweet without oh, the sour. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. there really is. No. we don't need it. By the way, what's the square root of four hundred ninety-two? Yeah, seventy-nine thousand million. Shoot. <laughs> He's I should have known better not than to Asian. try and stump I you. I told you, I'm not a math railroads or nails Asian. All right, so listen, I have to take a quick. I have to take a quick, uh, he has to go back in the court after this, uh, a, a quick kind of detour here. There was supposed to be a sketch today that involved uh, a clown in the office. And I think yeah. you have this as B-roll up here. Yeah. You can just show it, yeah. This was a clown in the office that we shot where a clown got stabbed, hit with a bottle. Oh. Took us a long time to tape this, but we had costume, we had makeup, we had yeah. the sketch. Nothing yeah. that we wrote or created could possibly be funnier. This was funnier, so we axed it and we replaced it with this Security camera footage <laughs> from the office at 10 p.m. last night. Let's watch. This is Brendan, our brilliant editor. He comes in at 10 at night. He's doing, he's rehearsing backup vocals for the Nirvana song. I swear, I, I check in, Casey, I go, what what's he, happening? What is he doing oh here? My God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm tilting. Oh my god! I'm tilting the security cameras, looking for him like in the scaffolding. <laughs> he never showed back up. <laughs> just just leaving in the rafters now. Just, he just he comes in. He's like Quasimodo. And he climbs up like a like Hangs a Malaysian out. coconut tree climber, <laughs> and he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> just a poof a hole in the room I, I would have I actually I, so I asked him if he could come in here Brendan let's bring in even Brendan here a brilliant editor yeah. uh, wonderful guy Brendan Brendan come on in okay can you can you tell me for a second what were you what were you doing you climbed up and then you were gone well uh, put a Brian Stelter head on the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> what did we that's right we got footage of it is this what it's is this we found it yeah Oh, oh what is that? Is that 40 feet up? Mm, I don't know. I don't want to overestimate, but it's, it's got to be like 20 at least. I'll go with 40. That makes yeah, me sound pretty cool. Did yeah. you? Uh, here's my question. Did you come in with the express purpose of doing that? Like, did you say I'm going to go in and work on my vocals, or did you say I'm going to go in and climb a pole? <laughs> It was just kind of spur of the moment. <laughs> he was inspired. I, mean, I, I need a reason to do it. Which, which, by the way, is incredibly impressive, uh, but wildly dangerous. You're aware of yes. this, right? The yeah. Lord spoke yeah. to There's him. no grip on that pole, if you haven't seen it. So actually, no. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, before we go, uh, Brennan, I'm going to need you to sign this. It's just yeah, the yeah, it's liability waiver. It's got to be a waiver for him. Yeah. Yeah. There goes your insurance, sure. by yeah, the way. Yeah. Extra, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, sign right there. That's yeah. fine. You're screwed. Just sign. Don't read it. Don't read the fine print. You think we're joking, but Bill actually drafted this up. If you fall. He did. Yeah. If you fall putting a Brian Stelter you know, if you could head 40 that, feet up, yeah. okay. you have to cover it's your own insurance. All yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank uh, you, Brendan. We yes. appreciate yeah. it. Good. <laughs> stuff. By the way, the vocals weren't bad. They were good. Oh, yeah, they, they were good. Excellent. I mean, yeah. you know, with heart for screaming. When I asked him if we could uh, have him on air, he, he was more concerned about the vocals. He's like, oh, oh man. <laughs> He's still working. I, on I felt it. like I was pitchy. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a surgeon for that. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> and then, and then like two, you're pitching? Two hours later. Two hours later, because I was trying to find the the the, uh, the mic made a beep accidentally because I was trying to look and went beep. Yeah. And he stops and goes, John. <laughs> Very specific. Uh, are you watching again? He has crazy farmer strength. He's from Wisconsin. Yeah, like that is not long easy arms? to yeah. do. Oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. not easy. Amazing. All right. Uh, by the way, last week's trivia contest. Before we move on to the meat segment, last week's trivia contest uh, winner is a uh, Metal Gunner at oh, Metal Gunner Two, who correctly he correctly answered that Bernie Sanders thought breadlines were a good thing. It's a good thing. All right. It's a good thing. So uh, sure. let's move on to this segment here. The top five examples of SJWs, or just let's just call them leftists now, because I think yeah, SJW enough. is a flagged word on YouTube. NPC. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you put SJW on YouTube, NPC. you're immediately demonetized. Yeah. So let's use this as a jumping off point. SNL, they dropped a new cast member, Shane Gillis, right? Yep. If you haven't followed this, yep. we'll talk about it with Gavin next. Uh, this was following some social media outrage based on some jokes. They said he wouldn't be joining the cast. Jokes. And uh, his comments were, quote, offensive, hurtful, unacceptable to the Asian community proving once again that Charlie can't take a joke. Bill can. No, 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 no. You actually know that no Asians were offended by the jokes, right? It was just white people wearing hemp hats on behalf of Asians because all the Asians were laughing. Right, yeah. It was a guy from Vox or Vice or whoever it was who does the spoken bird poetry. But, you know, it's good to know that SNL, that's not a joke, spoken bird poetry. Good thing to know, though, that SNL draws the line at Asian jokes. Joining us now are three peasant laborers from the factory in China where these iPhones were manufactured. Oh, you upset with bug? Too, too many bug in phone? I sleep in communal bunk bed with hundreds stranger. Lice are Okay, best so it's just one racist Asian stereotype. Oh. oh, there's two oh, of them. That's, that's oh. tough. You know, <laughs> it's not even good. It's rice, not lice. One day for baby formula. Yeah. Formula. You know, food to feed babies. You so, know that? so, so very similar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, I actually thought the sketch was funny. I thought mm. the sketch was funny. Yeah. That's 2014, just so you know. It's not like yeah, we, not we have to dig back through and go back to right. Rob Schneider or have to go back to <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's 2014. Sorry, it was the 70s. That's basically the last cast member who was replaced by the other black female cast member who was replaced by the other black female cast member. Oh. Oh. Just well, a never woman of color. I, I think we do need to make sure to appropriately punish all of the audience members who laughed yes. uh, at that joke I in 2014. Thought, uh, he said it was I funny. I thought it was a funny sketch. Yeah. Okay, by I the way, not. for those who missed it, here's the controversial clip from the person they asked in, in question so you can see it. Damn, Chinatown's fucking nuts. It's crazy, dude. It is full fucking China. It's yeah. fucking Chinese down there. I wonder how that started. They just built one fucked up looking building and people were like, all right, no one said anything. Let Let's the fucking chicks live there, huh? <laughs> Jeez. That's about it. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit difficult. It's not a big wow. deal. Wow. I mean, it's it's not. I don't think it's funny. But no, it's not. Still, but that wasn't necessarily a joke. It's not offensive. You know? But here's here's the. This isn't an isolated incident. The mob is going to come after comics, celebrities, politicians, yes. regardless of how woke they are. And that's why I want to cycle through five examples of the most woke people we can think of, leftist folks, yes. who then had the crocodiles turn on them. So, uh, example number five: Sarah Silverman. This is important. After yeah. Kevin Hart, remember, he was fired from the uh, Oscars yep. for yep. his homophobic tweets that they dug through. Right. She didn't come to his defense. Not Instead, she said that she was done making gay jokes, and she likened the use of the word gay to racism. I'm done with that. Yeah. I think I can find other ways to be funny. Yeah, <coughs> definitely. I mean, I used to say gay all the time. That's yet to be proven. Gay. We're from Boston. More like find you a know, way. That's what you say in Boston. I have gay friends. I just say gay. And then I heard myself, and I realized I was like the guy who said, what, I say colored. I have colored friends. 
Isn't it always great that this revelation comes after they've made their tens of millions of yeah. dollars? Right, right. Yeah. exactly. It's well, let convenient. me retire here to right. my Beverly Hills mansion and think about what I've done during a 97-hour spa I can find other ways. Everything now. was everything was a, a shock comic joke right. until she did Wreck-It Ralph, and I was like, I just now I'm now I get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now I understand. I, I have a, I'm kind of awakening. As she paints her Now and that I, I sleep on a bed of million dollars bills. But he's a, <laughs> this is, it's crazy to me that some any comedians, any comedians are doing this at all. Yeah. Of course they should be, whether they agree with it or not, they should be championing free speech. That's what's so concerning to me. This is a shock comic who climbed the ladder and then pulled it up. Yep. And is now yeah. pelting other comedians with paintballs. I guess I don't know what she would use. She was not gonna have a gun. No, that's definitely no, not gonna not happen. Not a gun. It's a Nerf gun. And so what happened? She found herself being canceled or doing a skit in blackface. Here's her talking about it. I recently was gonna do a movie, two days on a movie, a really a sweet part in a cool little movie. And then at 11 p.m. the night before, they fired me because they saw that pi a picture of me in blackface from that episode. Surprise, Listen, I'm not RBF. that person anymore. But I was doing it. You know, I didn't go to a. a and Halloween party in the 80s in blackface, I was doing an episode about race. You know, now I understand it's never okay and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. By the way, we are going to get to our number one spot is the most woke person you can think of who did go in blackface, not once, but twice. Mm, right. Prolific. Uh, and sang the banana song. Well, and, and um, here's the thing. She accidentally, <laughs> she accidentally stumbled upon truth in the earlier part of that interview where she said her response to the question about it was comedians don't like to be told what to do. But then right. she's like, I can't and say and that. By the way, yeah. I want to be really clear. I don't think she should have been canceled or punished at no, all. The at blackface all. sketch was no. about a girl who was tone deaf doing blackface to impress black people. I thought right. it was a funny sketch. Right. I think Sarah Silverman uh, can be very funny at times, and I am not advocating for her to be canceled at all. No. I am pointing out the standard by which they want to be judged. Yeah. I think conservatives need to be really careful about this. We shouldn't be advocating that anyone else get canceled. No. We should be pointing out their standards, but then we should be defending them and championing their right to do these things, to say these things, and not be canceled. And I'm not just talking about First Amendment. You know, we talk about this all the time. Right. First Amendment, obviously, is government, no right. government yeah. infringement. But we are talking about a culture right now of yeah. bullying people into yeah. silence. Canceled. And that oh, yeah. is just as important. Okay, example number four. This might surprise you. Lena Dunham. Uh, you know, I've talked uh, about her. Her dad draws anger uh, vaginas. Um, she's the creator. HBO, the woke series, girls, uh, right? Uh, and also so noted survivor of condoms and potted plants. <laughs> She's, a, she's effectively the SJW so feminist archetype, right? She yeah. won awards for support of the LGBTQ community. She campaigned for Obama and Clinton. Yeah. Uh, she pledged to move to Canada if Trump won. If only. Spoiler alert, she didn't. <sighs> and she particularly made a big deal out of activism to fight sexual assault. Uh, she talked about being raped by a guy named Barry, the resident Republican yeah. at her college. And uh, then she did this whole PSA, I think. Do we have a clip? Yeah. PSA about sexual assault. Yeah. yeah. And one in four girls will be sexually abused before the age of 18. This isn't a secret. But not it's the one on the far reality. left. So why is our default reaction as a society to disbelieve or to silence or to shame? By the way, it's important to note, remember they did the uh, the one in five women are raped. Right. And they said yeah. one in four women are raped. And they said, well, one in four women are sexually assaulted. It's not true. No. It's not a true totally number. Totally If you look at the Bureau of Justice, if you look at the FBI statistics, yeah. uh, it's, it's, just, it's just not factually accurate. It so, is a number, though. And Does by the way, her rape story was a hoax. Up. And the editors of her memoir actually had to change the book after threats of legal action. Yes. So there's the argument in the court of public opinion, and then there's, all right, we have to pull it when it gets legal. Right. right. Just go, we're going to go ahead and just yank it. No problem. Let's, uh, if this is the tool that we're using, canceling, then 
we wonder when you let the tiger loose comes back and bite you. Tiger, yeah. another reference. Dang it, mm. yeah. Charlie. I'm seeing him knows how to get in. Yeah, exactly. He sticks in, he shucks no. and gets jives. It in there. It's like a shuck and jiving dragon. No, no, this is not oysters, bro. It's like dodging a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the whole talking oh, about derailed. Brendan got us off. It's it just did, the, yes. one of the funniest things I've ever seen. By the way, in that same book, <laughs> vivid descriptions of sexually abusing her little sister. Yeah. Okay, including spreading Horrible. her sister. Yeah. If you have kids, leave the room. Spreading her sister's vagina open when she was 11, or she, her sister was 11 and she yeah. was 17. Ugh. Bribing her with, with candy to kiss her on the lips, masturbating in bed next to her. This is That's... Lena Dunham's own words. She wrote... Anything a sexual predator might do to woo a small suburban girl, I was trying. So I guess in this, it's not so much cancel culture as it is sick, twisted, handsy, older wow. sister yeah. culture. But that's not even what bothered the woke cancelists. I guess that's what we'll call them now. Yeah, that's it, a good word. It was the hypocrisy that she had in the, the Me Too movement. I think you had, uh, you had a point here, no? No, no, no. I mean, that, that's not the kind of beautiful and brave thing that we're looking for, right? So the, the, the joke that we make about it, obviously some people, are, are they have to fight through a lot of different tragedies in their life or whatever that they're feeling. That's not it. Assaulting your sister? She can't be well, her, put her in that camp like, well, at we all. all do stuff no. to our that, siblings. No, 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 no. So the, the <laughs> yeah, argument no. was that she was yeah. seven years old when she started. Her sister was one. Anyone but here, you did anyone it when she was 11. Sexu sexually molest your, your yeah. little sibling. No. Yeah. <laughs> I hit my brother with a shovel, but I never, <laughs> you never raped him. Never raped him. Never raped him. Yeah, raped no, him. Yeah, no, 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 no. I once also hit Audio Wade with a shovel. I think we all have. Uh, actually, yeah. so surprised he's still here. This just shows you where the priorities are. The cancel movement—they yeah. didn't care about that. They cared about her hypocrisy on the Me Too movement, right? So, right. this producer of the show Girls was accused of raping a 17-year-old girl, and yeah. then Lena Dunham responded without any evidence that the girl was lying. This is her, her statement. While our first instinct is to listen to every woman's story, because what? you demanded that they do, our <laughs> insider knowledge of Murray's situation makes us confident that sadly this accusation is one of the 3% of assault cases oh, that are misreported okay. every year. First off, it's, it's not only 3% that are misreported or misreported. false allegations, and you didn't run an investigation. They're bitching about the Kavanaugh investigation, which was right. as thorough as you could possibly make it, right. because someone sent something to the FBI at some point that wasn't corroborated, and she's going, even though this guy was a accused of rape we don't think he did really why not yeah he said no <laughs> it's not misreporting it's lying so we know that <laughs> she went from believe all women to now this guy's making it up without even looking at any evidence and by the way this is what finally led to the social justice warriors calling yeah. for dunham's cancellation oh, it's hard oh, not to be happy about this example i'm generally no, i'm generally you. against cancel culture but you know i i'm also against Raping sisters. Yeah, and yeah. The, the biggest thing, she actually got pissed off that people thought she was a sexual predator when she described herself as a sexual yeah. predator. Right. And gave, it's like Jerry Sandusky saying, yeah, I know I had sex with that kid in the, in the shower and you guys saw me, but that doesn't make me a bad guy. I'm not a pedophile. It's, it's almost like a Twitter personality from a certain three-lettered network calling himself <laughs> things on his Twitter handle and then Getting complaining about someone else yes. using yeah. those same oh, words. Oh, yeah. I think I'm not I, going to lie. I mm, didn't catch what you were going to say. I wasn't picking it up. I swear to you, I started with Don Lemon? Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he said three other networks, so right away I went to CNN. No, 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 no. You cycled her, my like, Don Lemon? Chris Cuomo? Stelter? Wait, you're saying they're all Soledad O'Brien? They're all hypocrites? Oh, crazy. She's going to cycle through the list of people who want to hurt me. It's a long one. Number three, Chris Evans. Chris Evans is about as woke as you can get for a white guy. He's called Donald Trump a racist. He's been headlining LGBTQIAIP events to pushing abortion without any restrictions whatsoever, which, by the way, should be completely out of line considering the penis i thought it was no uterus no opinion oh like, yeah, hey, you know, we support i thought abortion. that was a logic bring your c right in sir <laughs>
It's okay, we'll hit the censor button. So him <laughs> and his co-star, Jeremy Renner, they made the mistake of calling Black Widow, referring to Black Widow, a fictional character, mind you, yes. as a slut. She's with, she's with Bruce. What, did, what do you guys make of that? She's a slut. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something along that line. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a trick, man. Which, by the way, that's actually kind of funny. It is funny. Yeah. It's funny. Like they're, talking about a, they're talking about a cartoon character. Yes. Yeah. And like we've talked Named about before, Black Widow, laughing by the way. is an involuntary action. Yeah. yeah. He thought that was funny. Genuinely. So when it's not this, when we talk about gender is societally conditioned, no. Telling someone that they shouldn't find something that's taboo or offensive funny, that's your attempt at social engineering. Right. He yeah. laughed. That's a guttural response. That is, this is funny. And you yeah. want to tell him that his emotive reaction is wrong. And of course, he apologized. Evan's apology was, we answered oh in a very gosh. juvenile, offensive way that rightfully angered some fans. I regret it. And I sincerely apologize. I'm sorry that this tasteless joke about a fictional character offended anyone. Thank you, Chris I, I think he threw a little dig in there, this, this joke about an offensive character. I'm like, seriously, you just sort of said these people were stupid. Bill, like, if you, were, like if you were advising one of these people today, would you tell them to apologize like that for something that is absolutely so non-offensive well, to anybody? I mean, it's not really I a would legal down. issue. It's not really a legal issue. It's a question of where you're going to draw the no, line. No, it's, right? it's PR. And, 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 you know, the funny part is, I like what you're pointing there, is that if you read it and you emphasize the words of him reading it aloud, it'd be like, if everyone's offended at this comment about a fictional... Yeah, fictional, character. Fictional character. Then um, I apologize for yeah. your offendedness. I, I apologize that you're that dumb. I'm waiting yeah. for somebody to stand up to it when it's really very not similar to the fictional character uh, involved with Lena Dunham's rape. <laughs> Example number two: Aziz Ansari. So he should be an a expert, by the way, at navigating the whole yeah. woke male-female relations. Yeah, he, if well. you, he, he was the little brown feminist that could. You're a feminist if you go to a Jay Z and Beyonce concert. And you're not like, mm, I feel like Beyonce should get 23% less money than Jay-Z. Uh, also, I don't Wrong. think Beyonce should have the right to vote. Wrong. I don't know anyone who says that. Nobody. <laughs> I know gay guys mm -hmm. who use the term Queen Bee. And then I knew yeah. a guy, I only found out, I found out that, you know how I found out the term Queen Bee was a thing? Because I heard a bunch of gay guys say mm -hmm. Queen Bee. And then I heard a guy who claimed he was straight say Queen Bee. And mm -hmm. I said, no. Busted. No, no, I know. It turns out he was gay. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you your go. gaydar was. Yeah, on. I don't have any other proof other than he said Queen Bee, but I'd bet my life. <laughs> that's good enough. Take a look, yeah, that's though. good enough. He also wrote, by the way, as he's in sorry, he wrote this sort of postmodern book on romantic relationships, right? And uh, what did he do? This, they come for him too. He committed the unforgivable crime of going on a date with a girl that didn't go so well. Uh, so for those of you whoops. who are confused, bad date is now a synonym for sexual misconduct. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Keep in mind, we're not, we're not advocating for casual sex here or no. promiscuity where the conservatives no, 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 no. were mocked for advocating abstinence until marriage. But ladies, let me just say this, okay? If you're going to a guy's apartment, okay, and you strip down to nothing and you start engaging in sex, I, I don't want to say that you're asking for it, but that's because only because you're already doing it. Yeah. You asked yeah. for it, you act. got it, you were doing it, and then you didn't want it. Oh like Chance gosh. in Homeward Bound with the Porcupine. I don't want it! I don't want it! Well, you're already having sex. Oh but the it, what is the it? That's as, the point. As right? a guy, what do you do now? I mean, like, seriously, as a guy, if you're, I, again, we would advise you the best advice got even better now. Abstinence yeah. until your marriage, that's better advice. But right. what do you do as a guy now? A woman gets naked and starts doing things to you. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, well, Lena Dunham, what do you do? They had sex. And right. then she well, later yeah, said that it was She true. later said it was rape because when she woke she, so she talked she about Lena Dunham yeah, when she woke she, up. She, she talked about took it back. alcohol and muscle yeah. relaxers. Yeah. Right. Right. She peed in the parking lot that night. I got blitz. And then she talked about uh, going back 
having sex with him, but yep. waking up the next day and noticing a condom was in a potted plant. So right. she said, it's clear to me that I asked him to wear the condom and he took it off mid-set. First off, you don't know when the condom came off. Yeah. You also yeah. don't know if you asked him to wear the condom. You were both completely right. inebriated. Now, does that mean that he didn't harass you? Does that? No, it doesn't. But it, it, you also have to allow for the possibility that you made bad decisions. It's yeah. not the same as aggravated she, rape. Yeah. And by the way, I think that guys who specifically target women who are drunk, especially if they're sober, are germs. You should stay away from them. But it was not yeah. that kind of a scenario. I want to be really clear here, too. I don't think that Aziz Ansari should be canceled. I'm right. not advocating no. that for any of these people. But they will come for you. Okay, example number one. This one is just too good. I love good. this one. Oh, yes. So, uh, it's one of my favorite people. The darling of the left. Prime <laughs> oh, Minister yeah. of Canada, Justin Trudeau. Remember, this is the guy who broke down in tears apologizing to the two-spirit <laughs> community. Right. community. I didn't even, like, I didn't know it was a real, I thought it was a Halloween store. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. April Fool's in October. <laughs> two-spirit. So everyone does have skeletons in their closet, even the guy who apologizes to the two-spirit community. Um, but yesterday, Time Magazine, or earlier this week, they dropped the funniest story of all time. Oh with a picture God. of him <laughs> attending a party. That's face. Justin Trudeau. Right. That's just no Trudeau. way. That is awesome. I mean, that is very, I mean, it's technically brown face, yes. but that's black face. But he's dressed Let's in all honest. white. It's hilarious. That's a tube of it. kiwi shoe polish. We all know exactly <laughs> it's a brilliant what contrast. is happening. Oh my it was a, a mocha, I Lots think, was contrast. the actual color. Was that nice. the color? Yeah, mocha. Yeah. Well, that's also something, Spicy by the way, mocha. we talk about black. Indians, especially South Indians, can be yeah. far darker than, than black people. So it's not, a, it's not an accurate descriptor. It's true. I just want to be true. clear it's about it. It's racist. That. Keep in mind, this is important. I'm not advocate. I don't think he should lose his re-election. But no. Megyn Kelly for that. Based was on fired, canceled, <laughs> for merely suggesting that someone doing blackface back in the day might not have been inherently racist. So right. I want to contrast yeah. the comments that got Megyn Kelly canceled, let's juxtapose that, with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's apology. Here you go. Truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes, blackface yes. on Halloween, or a black person who puts on white face yes. for Halloween. No, you don't. Like, white face is fine. I, okay, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. I didn't think was racist at the time, but now I recognize um, it was something racist to do, and I am deeply sorry. Was that the only time in your life you've ever done something like that? Uh, when I was in high school, I uh, dressed up at a uh, talent show uh, and sang Dale. <laughs> Wait, 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 Dale. Wait, 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 there's more? Wow. Oh, oh, Looks like no. the Mars Volta. Get a fro on. The man, he didn't just, oh he didn't just dabble in blackface. He was positively a blackface connoisseur. Come, Mr. Tallyman. Oh, my God. I, I love how he didn't like no one knew about this and then it didn't happen and he didn't remember and didn't bother to tell anyone about yeah. it. Right, yeah. And then it happens <laughs> and he's like, but uh, I, actually there's two of them. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, just so happens. You can also that. see on he his did. face when this story broke and they're asking those questions. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know that it was racist back then, but now I understand. And he's sitting there, he thinks it's over. And then someone says, yes, excuse me. Is this, is this the only time? And you can see in his head, he's going, I've got to answer for this. Excessive, excessive I was hoping Dale would never come back up, but it did. <laughs> I uh, sang look. the banana song <laughs> in blackface, dressed as part of the Jackson Five, and it wasn't even Michael or Tito. Oh my gosh! Look, oh my I gosh. love. I it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Um, I, I I am like you, like Lena Dunham on this list, and him. Like I'm kind of like. Good. I'm glad something like that happened, but yeah. it's like they can't control their own creation, and I don't want it to happen to anybody. It just it tears me yeah. apart because I'm like, I, you deserve it. Not like this.
You don't want them to go I, out. I agree. Like, no, 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 I want I them taken out. Either. But not, not I like know. this. I, I know. Not I just, like this. I like it's like fighters just say, I want the best version of right. whoever's coming. And I want the best Muhammad Ali who's ever coming that way. There can be no doubt. I, I want to beat these people on policy and ideas. And it is but fun. Still, right. It's fun. It's, really fun. it's yeah. funny. It's oh. definitely funny. <laughs> the, the, the hypocrisy <laughs> is funny. But I, I got to say, like, the, the point has got to be that we, the, we, the whole point of this is that the, the ridiculousness of the quote unquote punishment. Right? Yeah. Right. Cancel yeah. culture is a, is a way to punish. They've let the tiger loose. It comes back and bite them because it, they didn't really think of what the consequences were. Yeah. What's the consequence of limiting free speech to only speech that some particular group happens to be in yes. power approves at that moment? Yep. Right. And, Who says and, that? We say that all the time. Exactly. We say, hey, this is what the don't, these, exactly. these will be turned back on you. Yeah. And they're like, whatever, we're going to do it. Anyways. It's never going to happen. And then it comes yes. back right. and they get this canceled. is what the left does with every single thing. We've talked about this before, and it's that we are trying to warn you. Yeah. This will only well, hurt yeah, you and us. We do have to <laughs> yeah. get going here and Gavin McInnes on. We'll talk a little bit more about SNL. I think this is important to note. A lot of people say, well, you know what? I'm not... I I'm not Alex Jones, right? That was when yeah. they tried yeah. to, when they canceled Alex Jones. And this is one thing I just realized. We're kind of the only program to have endured an yeah. all-out assault to be deplatformed. Yeah. Because Look you went back with, after them hard. Well, they, they did it with, with Milo. They did it with Alex Jones. They've yeah. done it with other... I mean, they've done it with people, obviously, who are not Gavin. conservatives. They did it, obviously, right. they went after Gavin. I think he's still available on YouTube. We'll talk with him about that. Um, we didn't apologize because I didn't do anything wrong. We doubled down. We didn't just go back. And, and by the way, conservatives, don't, don't just complain and say, look, they're trying to censor me. No. Come back funnier and harder. Do not apologize yeah. Yeah. if you haven't done anything wrong. Andrew Breitbart, he said, ap apologize for what? They're yeah. going to crucify you for something no matter what. So if you feel like you maybe said something that was on the line, you're not entirely sure, and you think maybe if you apologize it'll go away, remember, they went after Sarah Silverman, Lena Dunham, Aziz Ansari, Trudeau, Chris Evans. You haven't got a shot none of you have a shot they right. will go after you yeah. no matter what and i want to make sure that everyone out there because we've seen a lot of comedians who used to fancy themselves liberals who have now come to the other side yeah, of the fence yeah. just because of this cancel culture while there are still some other comedians saying it's not a real thing like andy kindler he said it's not a real thing <laughs> really? yes okay i bet you will be talking with him in about six months <laughs> yeah. when they he'll, go he'll be on the list it'll be a top six row. Jump in the waters warm. We will always be here yeah. defending you and advocating against cancel culture because I don't want to see it happen to anybody. And then I'll see you on the other side of that cage uh, with your policies, which I think are stupid, and uh, those should be canceled. <laughs> Gavin McGinnis, right after this. Ooh, yeah.
Sir, whatever you want, just take it and leave. <laughs> Gonna get you. Sir, I have a firearm, and if you don't leave, I will use it. Oh, oh, oh I'm coming for you. I will shoot. Here I come. What did you expect? I am gonna sue you! So hard! Guilty. What? No, I, I don't understand it. I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. Firearmslegal.com slash LWC. If you have a gun and you don't have this, you're an idiot. Again, that's firearmslegal.com slash LWC. Hashtag body pride, hashtag thick. Gerald B. So beautiful. He's never going to hit a home run, Gerald B. But he's never going to strike. He's always good for a bunch. <laughs> Devil's advocate. I didn't, cl I didn't claim to be an expert. I didn't claim anything. And I also don't do political content. I consider myself a, a citizen of the world, of humanity, and we all have aligned interests well, if we're believing that we are all moving uh, toward the same path to enlightenment. I think some of us are further along the path. What are we going to be talking about today on Ash Wednesday? Yeah. Top five greatest television shows of all time. I was going to say Dukes of Hazard. That's always funny. How them boys going to get out of this one? <laughs> Oof. I don't watch drama. I read. You're not saying that vaping is harmless, but that it is certainly uh, less harmful than cigarettes. And the goal of vaping is to get people off of cigarettes. That's what the argument that I've heard you make, and then I've heard uh, Chris Cuomo say that uh, you're putting all of our children into a shallow grave. So I don't know who to believe, but I'm going to give you the floor. I would say never believe a Cuomo. That's a pretty good rule okay. to follow. <laughs> all right. Now, what is he saying? You like that dingle, dingle time? Dingle you like time? my dingle down? Dingle down? I don't know. It sounds <laughs> doesn't suggestive. make any sense. It's a very different culture, the Australians. Australians? You know what else has a big difference in culture? Who? The Chinese. That's true. Uh, our next guest, uh, you can go to defendgavin.com to support him. He has his show at freespeech.tv, though he's yeah. technically an unemployed talk show host, in case you don't know yeah. who it is now. Uh, Gavin McInnes, how are you, sir? Hello, Stephen. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, my voice is a little bit hoarse, but uh, you're, you're, you're looking well. Hey, let me ask you this. Have you been following the SNL uh, Shane Killis deal? I am totally obsessed. I actually don't know Shane, but we travel in the same circles, and we've been reporting on it all week. Today, we pooped ourselves when we watched this old video he did a year ago, August of 2018, where he plays a fireman who saved his family, but the interviewer discovers that he likes MAGA, and he used a racial epithet once in a text to a friend, right? and so they fire him. And it's exactly what happened in real life. And the craziest part is that they show his address on the screen and it's Haverford, PA. Mm -hmm. Haverford, PA was the fire department that was shut down a couple weeks ago because the VP happened to be a proud boy. So oh, that wow. video is too spooky for words. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you're saying is that uh, Shane Gillis is a proud boy. He's yeah. <laughs> if there was some yeah, kind yeah. of an initiation, as has been reported, I'm sure he would have been initiated. You know, he actually included, if I'm not mistaken, I think Lorne Michaels, the spokesperson for SNL, said that was included in his audition, the, the MAGA hat firefighter. Really? Yeah. He may have adapted it. Ah. Would be my guess. You know, the, pinned, 
the pinned comment, and it's also a year old, on that video says, uh, this is way funnier than SNL. Yes. Ooh. Yes, this is well. That's not necessarily hard to do. What's the name of the guy who uh, who writes for Vulture and Advice? The guy who outed him, Sh uh, Shane. Yeah, what's it? S something. Do you know the Shane. name? He does. Uh, Norm Macdonald wasn't joking when he said spoken bird poetry. The guy covers comedy. I can't remember his name. We'll bring it up no, here as an overlay. And uh, he was the one who broke the story about the racial epithets. And you can go and watch him doing this alt comedy. Uh, this is a scene that developed. Since I've I've since been away from the stand-up scene, I can't imagine doing it where they they perform in libraries and the guy goes up and performs bird uh, spoken bird what? poetry. So like he goes caca caca eagle eagle that was a mockingbird uh, doing an impersonation of an eagle and it's like okay it's kind of cute but these alt I guess alternative uh -oh. I was about to say alt right uh -oh. alternative comedians uh -oh. it's 20 minutes of a gag that could have been funny but they just drag it on too long and they have nowhere else to go alt comedy. None of these critics could survive in the arena where they destroy lives. It's, it's ironic that right. they sit there and go, cancel culture isn't real. He'll do fine. Meanwhile, if they had even a flick of what Shane Gillis is getting, they'd be out on their ass. I mean, they have Patreons, these people. And you look at their Patreon, like Vic Berger makes, I think, $300 a month by begging. So the only thing more pathetic than begging is not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It'd be like someone rattling a tin cup and you knocking it out of his hand because you heard that he made a racial epithet at some time. Which really, when you think about it, if he's homeless, the racial epithets should be least of your concerns. Yeah. There's probably AIDS. That's true. Those who can't do teach, a lot of needles. can't teach critique. And these critics are all useless, bitter, jealous C-words. I don't know what... Why, yeah, you're... Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and no, by the way, it, I was quoting Shane Gillis, yeah. so don't try and these things are what they are. Do not blame me. Speaking of which, and we're going to go to the Web Extended afterwards and talk about Brett Kavanaugh. Did you watch any of Lily Singh's new late show uh, that's on NBC replacing Carson Daly? Okay, let me explain Lily Singh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. No. What a lot of these TV execs don't understand is they see a successful YouTuber and they go, oh, this person has a huge audience that will easily transpose to television. Right. But what they don't understand is a lot of these guys have huge clicks from little kids. Like right. my six-year-old, his favorite show is Guava Juice, his favorite YouTuber. And that guy has- Isn't that a really hard liquor? Your six-year-old is drinking Mezcal? Not surprised. No, that's the name of his favorite YouTuber. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Guava Juice talks like this and he goes, hey, we're gonna get in a big bath full of Skittles. <laughs> and that'll have 20 million views. Yeah, so that's eerily accurate. Sing, talks like that she goes oh my parents are corny and conservative oh my gosh they want me to get married <laughs> no i did punjab is they do talk like that but her mom does talk like that and margaret chose mom go like that <laughs> sorry continue. parents are foreigners uh, what and so the, she has a huge following of children and losers and nobodies and then yeah. they, they try to transpose that same youtube nickelodeon way of talking yeah. to tv and it's just so rehearsed and embarrassing i get Goose pimples on this part of my body every yeah. time I watch it. I get them, uh, but they're they're actually they're not. The term is genital warts, but they're strikingly similar. <laughs> oh my God. The thing is, this was I was on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> what, am, I, what I haven't been having sex with geese lately. How how long does this last? What's the half life on the uh, on the goose pimple in is your serum? Is there a cure? Is it just serum goose pimple, or is it like mono, where it's always dormant? But it's is it a virus? Is it a later. disease? The genital goose pimples. So here's when I saw this, I thought 
it was very similar. I don't know if you remember when YouTube uh, started, there was a girl named Lisa Nova. And by the way, this is important for people out there because what they'll do with, what they've done with Gavin, what they've done with myself, what they've done with Norm, by the way, and Dennis Miller, right. uh, and even some people who've just been on our show, yep. uh, they'd lob the accusation, well, it's just not funny. And I heard this on The View. They said, well, I just don't yeah. think that was funny. Listen, he used this, he used the word chink. I want to be clear so we know what we're talking about. He used the, the C word chink because I see people writing C word and they think it's a different yeah. word. He used that word, that, but that wasn't the joke. He was referring to people in Chinatown. He had a bunch of other jokes. I don't necessarily think it was funny, but I acknowledge that it was a joke, and people try to separate it from the joke. They separate the offense from the joke. Anyway, to go back, there was this girl named Lisa Nova, who's one of the early sketch artists. They brought her on Mad TV. She did a couple of funny impressions. They brought her on Mad TV. I think she lasted a season. And it didn't work because she was talking to her camera in a bedroom. She didn't know what it was like to perform in front of a live studio audience. She didn't have that experience. Same thing with this Lily Singh. She's done videos on YouTube and kind of showed up and spoken for her fans, but she doesn't have any experience with a live audience. And so I watched this premiere and I said, you know what? That's probably a girl who would be middle of the pack at an open mic, uh, who just, you would say, give her five, six years of seasoning, let her work it out. But it, it, she's not there yet. Only She's performing that same material that would be mediocre at an open mic, but someone has an applause sign for the audience. Yeah. And that's what makes it so uncomfortable. She did a seven-minute diatribe on how terrified we are at the idea of a brown woman talk show host. Meanwhile, she's a Canadian bisexual Sikh. So it's not like we talk about the threat of the Canadian bisexual Sikh every second day. But for seven minutes, she goes, I know you're freaking out. You're like, hashtag not my Carson Daly. And you go... <laughs> No, bitch, I don't care. <laughs> By the way, I, is, is, anyone, is anyone that possessive of Carson Daly? Like, you're not going to take my Carson from me. I feel like he's, <laughs> I mean, it was either him or the Ron Popeil pocket fisherman rerun. Yeah. <laughs> it, it kept looping into itself until I was watching her going, wait, are you making fun of your own political belief system? Because you're <laughs> not parroting mine. Yeah. So I think you're making fun of the concept of someone being terrified. The only people that are terrified are the executives at NBC when they see these ratings. It's going to be a brutal takedown. Yeah, I think it's going to probably be pretty rough. But I think it's important to note that um, a lot of these, they don't know what they're doing, right? They're saying, okay, we want to try and bring in non-linear content. And they, they want to bring in people from YouTube, but they don't understand necessarily how to make it work. And it is amazing. Right now there's this discussion, who is it? Someone from Seth Meyers, a black girl is going to have another late night show. Oh man, how many late nights and, do you need? I don't know, but they go, the, the late night landscape has to change. And they show all of the hosts. And I'm looking, I'm going, okay, we got Seth Meyers, we got Trevor Noah, we got Samantha Bee, we got Stephen Colbert. And their argument is, Look at how homogenous this is. I'm going, well, no, hold on a second. Yeah. You have men and women, underqualified women, a lot of them, underqualified South Africans, but you do have a, a good color <laughs> spectrum here. You don't have a single person who's even moderate, let alone right. center-right. And they exactly. have no clue. There is zero diversity of opinion. And she showed herself with all the talk show hosts, and then she threw in Hassan Minhaj and her. Meanwhile, by the way, Muslims killed a million Sikhs, so I don't know why she's all buddy-buddy with the one Muslim guy on TV. But... All of those people, Hassan, Lily, all of the talk shows have exactly the same, as you just said, radical leftist politics. Yeah. There is zero diversity of opinion. I mean, in this modern landscape of talk shows, if you were Jay Leno, and all Jay Leno did was not hate Republicans, if you were Jay Leno, you'd be David Duke. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I think that's his, that was his nickname. That was his fighting name. It was J. David Duke <laughs> Leno. He switched it from the yeah. chiropractor. J. the chiropractor Leno. Um, no, something else, though, that's interesting to me is, I don't know if you know this, they pre-taped with Lily Singh. So this is important because it coincides while this Shane Gillis is getting canceled for a joke, right, for being what they consider racist, let's call it edgy. He's getting removed from SNL. While at the same time they're pushing Lily Singh, they pre-taped, they said, like 30 or 40 of her episodes. And they said, we don't want this to be political. It's going to be more personal. Well, hold on. A late-night show is topical. That's a yeah. big reason that it differs from stand-up. You're covering news of the day. And then she took shots at Trump. She took shots at – I mean, you just look at – you're going, hold on. They don't consider this political. That's what's crazy. Yeah. They go, it's not going to be political. The entire first half of the show was, you're afraid of a woman of color, and I'm coming for late-night. White man, hashtag me, too. Yeah. Going, they don't see this as political. You know, Lily Singh is everything wrong with affirmative action – and firing Brett Gillis is this, I mean, what's his name again? Shane, Shane Gillis, yeah. That is everything wrong with affirmative action too. You're getting rid of a funny dude based on BS. And by the way, he never said these darn, darn chicks are taking our jobs. They were making fun of a type of person and they said, Chinatown just springs up. And then people are like, what's all these buildings here? Yeah, they're like, what are all these chicks here? He said, people are like. So he was doing a, a guy right. who was freaked out by Chinatown. He wasn't using the word on a personal level, but right. we get rid of him. We get rid of, you know, I think Lauren Michaels was going, let's get some actual quality comedy back. Like Robert Downey, who defined SNL right. from the eighties to the nineties. They thought, let's get a new Robert Downey. This guy seems kind of centrist. Maybe he can do some good jokes. They go, no. And the reason they attacked him, we all know is because he's a white male. That's what this is about. Lily Singh can do no wrong because she's beige and Shane <laughs> Gill can do no right because he's white. Okay, I have to make sure that I distance myself from this uh, alleged plow boy. We prefer the term taupe. You would. You act like a <laughs> Taupe is the term. Um, sand. Sand, like my 2004 Taurus. Yeah, cream. Yeah. Cream. Also love their, their music, The Black Room with White Curtains in oh. the uh, 1960s. I don't know of any other songs from Cream. Can you name me any other songs from Cream, Gavin, that were hits? Cream? Yeah. Didn't they do Sunshine of My Life? Was it? I don't think any yeah. of us know. We don't have the ability to fact check this yeah, right now. I don't know. Someone get Jamie from Joe Rogan. <laughs> quick, quick, he'll know. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's the Nathan Phillips version. Uh, he just shows up. <laughs> In the white room no. with black curtains. All right, we're going to go to a web extended here for people who missed it and talk a little bit about the Kavanaugh controversy. Because uh -oh. these are the only two topics of the week. It's freespeech.tv. Before we go to web uh, here, Gavin, where's the best place for people to find and support you? You can only find me on freespeech.tv, although I'm on a bunch of ghetto social media like Telegram and Parler. But uh, you can find those links at freespeech.tv under links. Oh, right. See, I, I didn't know Parler. I hang out at a Parler. And okay. it's the last place that still calls it a Parler. That's weird. Gavin McInnes, commercial break, web extended.
people, crazy people, Martian Martin, crazy people, apparatus, stem cell emporium. And have I got a deal for you? How would you like to own a little piece of Light on Crater history? Well, today, you can by going to lightoncrater.com slash super secret newsman. That's right. This here is the actual man that the Light on Crater used to infiltrate Antifa. Go down and change my mind. And dress up as a tranny and fool whip the dots and win the Davis. <laughs> Vamos a tratar cada persona con el respeto. Ah, aquí, su Kishino, su cara noche, Kuma. Es de presidente ha atacado, ha demonizado los inmigrantes. Es inaceptable. Voy a cambiar esto. Justin Trudeau oh. <laughs> singing Deo underwater, but you couldn't you couldn't tell because the blackface had washed off. Oh, <laughs> darn makeup. It wasn't so much uh, just water as it was a very large Epsom salt bath. Mm. So washed it pulls off. off all the paint. Yeah. Little known trick for those of you who don't know, you want to get the cleanest you'll ever be in your life, take an Epsom salt bath, okay? Load it yeah. up with Epsom salts and then just rinse off in the shower. You will see a ring around the tub. Yeah, it sounds disgusting. Just draws everything out like, I don't wanna, a, I don't like even one know. of those pore strips mm. from your butt. You do so, blackface a lot? Uh, thank you so much to Gavin McInnes. A web extended interview, of course, available exclusively for those who are Mug Club members uh, at The Blaze. And thank you so much for everyone who's been supporting us lately. We really do appreciate yeah. it. We know some of you are waiting on your mugs because we've been backordered. We've had so many orders come in. And I want to make sure I clarify earlier when we we're talking about how this is the only show that survived that sort of onslaught of cancel culture. That's not to brag, that's really out of gratitude to all of you guys. The only reason we're able to do this is because of you and because of people who join up at Mug Club. If there's, if there's no Mug Club, if you guys don't join, and many of you have and support us, there's enough of you out there to support what we're doing now, um, we're done. Like, yeah. we're, we, how, do, you know, do you know how much we're making on YouTube? Zero. zero. Yeah, zero. Yeah. Not yeah. any, zero. <laughs> 
We also can't sell some of our merch. Yeah. Although you can go to loudoutcuttershop.com and click the mystery box. Mystery box. Who knows what, what it is? Who knows what it is? It's not a date. <laughs> I don't know what stone... Are figs and dates stone fruits or stone fruits? I'm still not no quite idea. clear what a stone fruit is. I, I believe like, that it has a pit. They're like cousin fruits. Yeah, they're like cousin fruits. I wouldn't, rec- I don't, I wouldn't know a fig from a date. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, all sir. right. Um, so a couple of things. I know we, we often talk about some more macro issues here in the, uh, in, in the close. This is one thing that I noticed in, in talking with them. Um, younger relative, I will say. I don't want to, if I say niece, if I say nephew, if I say cousin, then I'm going to be like, it's me, and they're going to get mad, I have to talk with their parents. So I, I hear this a lot, though, particularly in children's shows, and you hear it on radio. We're constantly told, for as long as I can remember, certainly our entire upbringing, that the most important thing you can do is believe in yourself. Right? That's the mantra that we hear. And it's usually married with, you can accomplish, you can accomplish anything if you just, if you just believe in yourself. It's, it's the most important thing is that you believe in yourself, and then you can accomplish anything you put your mind to. I'm here to tell you that neither of those statements are true. That's not a bad thing, because you know what? It's okay. It's okay to be unsure of yourself. It's okay not to know. Now, it's not okay to let that overtake you, to paralyze you, to prevent you from doing the work that has to be done anyway, but it is okay to be unsure of your abilities. Here's something else. Uh, You can still accomplish, by the way, great things without entirely believing in yourself. Sometimes your greatest accomplishments come in an environment, in an incubator of self-doubt. Now, notice I, don't, I didn't say self-defeat, so I don't want to say people are, are telling you to believe in yourself and you shouldn't believe in yourself at all. That's not what I'm saying. Doubt is a very different animal from defeat. Doubt is not a guarantee of failure. It's just a healthy skepticism of this notion that we're taught of a guaranteed victory. Because you know what doubting yourself does? Do you know what it does? Well, if, if you're a productive person, uh, a person who utilizes critical thinking, you're going to set out to determine whether that doubt is valid. See, absolute confidence, the believe in yourself, if you buy that wholesale, it breeds complacency. Healthy self-doubt breeds inquiry. It breeds vigilance. Also, something else, self-doubt usually only enters into the equation when it's a decision of consequence, when it's an action worth deliberating. You don't tend to struggle with self-doubt when I, I, picking avocados out at the market, like, was that one, was that one ripe enough? I, I, I think I better go back. Now, some of you, some of you may, okay, some, because you're OCD. So this segment is not for you. You should go touch every northern-facing corner of your house right now while avoiding all the tile cracks, otherwise your family will die. But for the rest of us, that trepidation, that self-doubt, um, it, it only comes into play when we're nearing the perimeter of something that matters especially if it's your purpose, and we've talked about this, talked about living in your purpose, talking about fulfilling your purpose, because everyone has something that they're great at. And so the lie that we tell young kids, and I hear it so often, it's so pervasive that you don't even think about it. Some of us don't even think to go, hold on a second, is that true? Just like, you're perfect the way you are. Well, we know that's a lie. No one's perfect. And it's bad to tell people that they're perfect. You can accomplish anything if you believe in yourself. The most important thing is that you believe in yourself. The lie, and that's a lie that we tell young kids, Uh, It teaches them to avoid one of life's most fulfilling endeavors, which is conquering self-doubt to achieve one's purpose or goal. And I wish I could say, you know, on a personal level, I wish I could say that I always believed in myself. Life would be a lot easier. It's not true. Constantly had self-doubts. I lack self-belief. I constantly have thought of myself as underqualified, undeserving, overwhelmed. I still do. By the way, I struggle with it every single day. But it doesn't stop me from doing 
what it is that I know needs to be done. There's no shame. We talk about this, this idea of shame and culture, but the problem is we want to praise the wrong things and remove shame from things that maybe should be shamed. There should be no shame in self-doubt. There's no virtue in absolute unfettered self-confidence. There's no shame in self-doubt whatsoever, just as there is no sin in fear. I'm going to go a little, bit, a little bit theological on you here. We've often heard, I had a pastor, I've talked about this, who, who once taught that fear is the opposite of love. So it's not hate, it's fear. To be fair, it might have been Rob Bell. I have no idea. Could be a heretic. <laughs> but we're taught this a lot, that you shouldn't fear. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. So let's, use, even if you don't believe, I'm a Christian, I make, make no bones about it, but uh, let's just say you think, it's a, you think it's an Aesop fable. Okay, Jesus was sinless, otherwise there's no point to the story. That's the whole idea behind the Christ. Have you ever read about Jesus in the garden before the crucifixion? He asked God if there was any other way, any other way for this to occur, to please let this cup pass from him. That was fear. But there wasn't another way. And so he took that hard path just the same. See, self-doubt, fear, how you feel, it doesn't determine your actions. And your actions determine who you are. Your actions are what define you. I will even go as far as to say that the most, people with the most absolute self-confidence tend to be buffoons. And the greatest folks to have done anything in their chosen endeavor, they almost all have a healthy level of self-doubt. Do me a favor, actually. Let's, let's do this little thought exercise here. I want you to think of a historical figure who you really respect, you admire, even a great athlete. I just want you to picture someone in your mind, someone who's the greatest who have ever done X, okay? Take a second, pause if you have to. Do you have it? Okay, now I want you to go research that person. Find some interviews or find some candid writing about how they felt before some of their greatest accomplishments. It, Winston Churchill, could be Abe Lincoln, Marcus Aurelius, could be George St. Pierre, could be Richard Pryor. Every single one of them, without exception, struggled with self-doubt. Every single one of the greatest to have ever done X or Y or Z was nervous and struggled with self-doubt. They didn't walk on stage, whether it be the global stage, the comedy stage, or the arena, like some pink song who thinks that they were perfect the way they are and that they had absolute self-confidence. Now. On the flip side, think of the buffoons. Think of the people you don't necessarily have a ton of respect for. I, like the cast of Jersey Shore, C-level actors, the mediocre plus-size Instagram models, the guy you knew from high school who's still living in his senior year. Think of anyone who you, you wouldn't want to emulate. They tend, not all of them, they tend to be the people who have ultimate self-confidence and this unwavering self-belief. Doubt never even enters into the equation. Why is that? Who would you rather be? So the final exercise I want you to do this week, it's, it's just a mindful, it's just about being mindful. I want you to think about what it is that gives you self-doubt. What is it that you would like to accomplish, but maybe you're not sure if you can? Or maybe if you, if you can't think of it, um, I want you to be hyper-vigilant just throughout the entire week. Be as aware as you can, hyper-vigilant this entire week, uh, so that any situation that arises, as you approach it, and if you get that, when you get that little feeling, that voice in your head telling you, I don't, I don't know, I don't think you can do it, is that voice popping up because you're coming close to fulfilling your purpose? I want you to ask yourself, is that voice coming up because this is important, this is of consequence, this involves your life's potential, have you been avoiding it because it might sting? You've been cutting that feeling, that voice, a wide swath, avoiding? I want you to be honest with yourself. Here's the, you don't have to believe in yourself, full stop. You don't. I think it's foolish to. Self-doubt is normal. It's healthy. You just don't have to let it batter you into self-defeat. 
And all of this starts with living in truth, not your truth, the truth. I'll see you next week.